Welcome to Inside the Pages, presented by Cornerstone Apostolic Church, located at 524 East Pasadena Street, Pomona, California. This is Pastor Carl Henderson. Our order of service, Sunday morning praise and worship begins at 9 a.m. Monday men focus, 5 p.m. Now to join in, that is an open forum. And so to join into that, you'll go to Connecting Truth, Org and click on the Men Focus icon. On Tuesday, Bible study at 7 p.m. And on Saturdays at 11.30 p.m., uh, we are on KKLA, that is 99.5 FM. And you can also stream the radio uh, through, your, through the website, that is at uh, kkla.com. We believe the Bible is the word of God. Therefore, we are faithful, we are bold, we believe the best way to face opposition is by obedience to the word of God. At this time, we're going to go before the Lord in a word of prayer, and afterwards we'll have our opening scripture coming from Brother Donald. And so, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, we thank you, we honor you, for this is the day that you have made. Lord God, and we pray and ask that you would bless your people, Lord God. Lord God, bless those that are calling upon your name. You said, whosoever shall call upon your name shall be saved. Lord God, we pray and ask that you would bless. Lord Jesus, you know every situation. You know uh, what's going on right in front of us, on side of us, behind us, in our homes, in our neighborhoods, in our communities, uh, in, in the city, the nation, Lord God, around the world. There's nothing that is escaping your vision. There's nothing that is escaping you of hearing. Lord God, we thank you right now, Savior, and we pray and ask that you remember, Lord, not just us, but we're praying and asking that you remember those that are have been displaced from their homes. Lord Jesus, you know, Lord God, those that are suffering hunger right now, the children, Lord God, the the, the, the family members, the wives, the husbands, Lord God, that are involved in the turmoil that is occurring uh, in this world. Lord Jesus, you know and understand these things, Lord God, and we know and understand your word said that these are the beginning of sorrow, Lord God, but uh, we know that you have the whole matter in your hands, Lord Jesus, and we pray for the saving of souls. Those that are on the front lines, those that are able to help and are helping and giving their all and to be available, ask that you would remember them, Lord God, that you would bless them, protect them, Lord Jesus. Lord God, we pray and plead your blood, Lord God, over the loved ones, those that are sick, those that are injured, Lord Jesus, both near and far. Lord God, we pray and ask that you would bless those that are listening to the service, Lord God, those that will be tuning in later, Lord God, ask that you would bless your word, Lord Jesus, help us all to abide in your word, Lord Jesus, help us to apply your word, to live according to thy will, Lord, we ask these blessings in the name of Jesus, Lord, now if there be any sick among us, ask that you would heal them, Lord God, that you would touch their bodies, touch their minds, Lord God. Lord, let your righteousness have preeminence in this service. Lord Jesus, among the leaders, 
Lord God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we'll be careful to give your name the praise and to give you glory and honor in Jesus' name. Amen. The Bible says, and those that believe continue daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house, did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart, praising God and having favor with all his people. And the Lord added to the church daily, such as should be saved. Acts 2, 46 and 47. I will be reading from the 23rd division of the Psalms. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and the hearers of the word. Certainly, we thank and praise God for this uh, 20th day of March. You know, the year is just really zooming by. It's really it's really, you know, moving. And I, I blamed it on some young people. You know, I told them that, that they're getting older and they're, they're pushing time along. And so some, it's their fault. But, you know, we, we know that we must pay attention to the time. Uh, the Bible tells us that, that the Lord, he controls the time. And right now there's still uh, seven days in a week that I'm aware of, still 24 hours in a day. So we have time to do something for the Lord. We have time to, to apply his word in our lives. You know, and that's so important that we apply his word. You know, it's not enough to just talk about his word, but we have to apply it. And, re and we reap the benefits of the word of God. You know, we had an awesome time yesterday at a men's prayer breakfast and uh, one of the young deacons was ministering the word of God yeah, deacons, yeah, deacons can preach the word. And you'll find that in the scriptures too, as Philip did. Uh, and then he experienced a, a, something very miraculous uh, at the end of his message, at the end of the baptism that occurred. And so um, we had an awesome time in the prayer breakfast over at our uh, church that I grew up in. Uh, I call it the, the home church, the mother church. But um, it was it was good good fellowship and seeing the the saints and you know and just enjoying one another and laughing and just having a good time uh, as we do when we come together you know and so uh, I walked away loaded <laughs> I walked away I told the young minister I said you you you. You've added a lot of ammunition to to my arsenal, and you know you gave me a lot of things to think about, and a lot of stuff to use, and that's always a blessing because you don't have it all. God didn't just give it all to one person, but He's given it and, and has spread it out 
uh, abroad to many. And so we thank God for that. Um, prayer breakfast is praying for the men, is praying for the women, is praying for the leadership, is praying for the pastors. You know, it's important that we pray for one another. Uh, I, the uh, uh, Dr. H.L. Bostic said it like this, don't be selfish with your prayers. Don't just pray for yourself, pray for others. The Bible tells us that we reap what we sow. So I'm sure that if I'm praying for you and you're praying for uh, someone that someone is going to be praying for, you get it? And they're going to be praying for us. You know, so it's not just a me, 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 and my, 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 and I, 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 you know, but let's, as, as said already, let's not be selfish with our prayers. You know, we're going to go on into the word of God. We uh, made our, our uh, I guess, our debut last night on KKLA 99.5 on FM on the radio dial. Uh, but you can also, it also streams, the, the, the radio station also streams at 1130, that's specific time, um, on the, uh, through the internet, as well as on the podcast, uh, which will be loaded, uploaded on Monday. And so we thank God for that you know, the fact that there are many souls that will be reached, uh, that will hear the word of God. And, and we're just giving God the glory because it's his goodness. You know, I think every preacher that's realistic to themselves, every missionary evangelist, uh, whatever the title is, that we're nothing. You know, the, the, the saints used to sing a song without, without him, I would be nothing like a ship without a sail, just tossed and driven. You know, as we were before, we were children tossed and driven by every spirit of disobedience and, you know, every wind and doctrine it had us, you know, but then God sent his goodness and the truth prevailed. And that's what you want. You want the truth to prevail. And so we're gonna go into this uh, a short praise uh, unto the Lord, and then we're going to go into the word of God. Uh, you know, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. And, you know, uh, it, I, I'm, my heart is indicting a good matter this morning. I was driving in, and this scripture was pressed upon my spirit. And I'm going to read it before we um, sing uh, this particular song unto the Lord. But uh, the Bible says, then he answered and spake unto me saying, this is the word of the Lord unto Zerubbabel saying, not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit saith the Lord. It's not by power, it's not by might, but it is by the spirit of the Lord. Mighty God. Bless your name, Jesus. Let praise arise from the inside, from the inside of me. May you delight. It's a very simple song. From the inside. From the inside of me, come fill my life 
from the inside, from the inside of me. Set me on fire from the inside, from the inside of me. All I want is for you, for you to be glorified, for you to be lifted high. All I want is for you, for you to be glorified, for you to be lifted high. All I want is for you, for you for you to be lifted high. All I want is for you, for you to be glorified, for you to be lifted high. Let praise arise from the inside, from the inside of me. On the inside of me, come fill my life from the inside, from the inside of me. Set me on fire from the inside, from the inside of me. All I want is for you, for you to be glorified, for you to be lifted high. All I want is for you, for you to be glorified, for you to be lifted high. All I want is for you. It's for you, for you to be glorified, for you to be lifted high. Fill my life till all they see is you, Lord. Glorify, Lord. Fill my, fill my life till all they see is you, Lord. express how you feel for him except you. You know, we're here, we're waving our hands at, at him in his presence and just magnifying God and exalting him above every situation and 
You know, no matter what has come into your life, no matter what you're dealing with today, you know, I've been in some situations. For you to be glorified, for you to be lifted high, all I want is for you, for you to be glorified, for you to be lifted high, all I want is for you, for you to be glorified, for you to be lifted high, all I want is for you, for you to be glorified, for you to be lifted high, all I want is for you, for you to be glorified, for you to be lifted high. All I want is for you, for you to be glorified, for you to be lifted high. Feel my, feel my life till all they see is you, Lord, glorified. All right, mighty God, that's what we need. We need him to to fill our lives till all they see is him. We thank God, you know, let me give honor also unto our musician, uh, Minister Adriel Griffin, who uh, works. You know, we don't give enough credit to our, our, our piano players, our organists, our drummers. You, you know, uh, we make them suffer. You know, talk about suffering for Christ. <laughs> you know, uh, we, we practice with them uh, those that show up to practices and uh, you know we they work with us to get our voices right at least uh, an acceptable you know extent some of us are not born singers I certainly don't claim to be as you can hear but I am making a joyful noise unto the Lord I'm making a joyful noise you know and so even in the audience, there are those that are making a joyful noise and there are those that, that could really sing and there are those that are shy and not ready to come forth and singing yet. But, you know, we just thank God uh, just because around the world, no matter where you are, we can all uh, lift our voices up. And there's going to be a day that, that come that we're all going to lift our voices up as one unit as one people and give him praise. I want to direct your attention to Revelation, the 19th chapter. I'm going to start reading at the, um, at the first verse there, 19 and 1. I'm excited about the Lord. I'm excited about what the Lord has done. I'm excited about the expectations of what he is going to do, whether he do it or not, uh, the fact that he is able, you know, that's what the uh, the Hebrew man said, you know, Daniel, uh, uh, Mishael, Shadrach, Abednego. That's what they said. He's uh, whether he's able, he's able. We know he's able. Now, it's his choice to do it, to bring about that deliverance. But if he doesn't, just I have comfort in the mere fact of knowing he is able. I know who I'm serving. Do you know who you're serving this morning?
Revelation, the 19th chapter says, and after these things, I heard a great voice of much people in heaven saying, hallelujah, salvation and glory and honor and power unto the Lord our God. For true and righteous are his judgments. For he have judged the great whore, which did corrupt the earth with her fornication and have avenged the blood of his servants at her hand. And again, they said, Alleluia. And her smoke rose up forever and ever. And the four and 20 elders and the four beasts fell down and worshiped God that sat on the throne saying, Alleluia. They were giving an awesome praise unto the Lord. And a voice came out of the throne saying, praise our God, all ye his saints, and ye that fear him, both small and great. And I heard as it were the voice of a great multitude and as the voice of many waters and as the voice of mighty thunders saying hallelujah for the Lord God omnipotent reigneth. This is a thought. It is a reminder also. The Lord, he reigns. The Lord, he reigns. The Lord, he reigns. The term reign is used to express complete power. God has complete power. He has absolute authority. The word sovereign embodies the word reign. Sovereign meaning supreme ruler. There's no one over him. There are many that claim supremacy. There are many that have power, but we know power is limited. And every human being that claims to have supreme power it's only temporary, it's only for a moment because eventually they, just as they are born, they also die. Just as they enter into the world, they exit. So God has supreme power and there's only one God, one sovereign God. Everything and everyone else, every other spirit being, is just that, a spirit being. They are not God. Some say Lucifer is equal. No, Lucifer is a fallen angel. He is has power, he has authority, but he's not sovereign God. God is sovereign. God made the heavens and he made the earth and everything that there is. He is supreme ruler. He has ultimate power. First Chronicles 29, 11 says, Thine, O Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the victory and the majesty for all that is in the heavens and in the earth is thine. Thine is the kingdom. 
O Lord. Thou art exalted as head above all. How easily we forget the Lord is great. When things happen in our lives, we have a tendency to forget how great he is. We lose uh, some money. I forget how great he is. We get into a, a fender to fender. I forget how great he is. Uh, you know, uh, relationships fall apart. I forget how great he is. Uh, situations that occur that impact you. I forget how great he is. How easily we forget the Lord is powerful. In the process of, uh, of this thinking pattern that we go through, uh, we lessen the use of his power. When we think about the Lord and, and we forget how powerful, how great he is, we then lessen his power. Now, he doesn't lose any power himself, but we're not relying upon that power anymore. We give unnecessary power then to the enemy. We give unnecessary power to the situation. We give privileges to the thing that hurts us the most instead of to the one that can deliver us. The gospel of Matthew gives us this account. When he was come into his own country, he, Jesus, he taught them in the synagogue, like we're doing today. We're gathered together in the church to hear the word of God. In so much that they were astonished. The Bible said, and they were astonished. Whence have this man this wisdom? Where did he get this from? And these mighty works, where, how did these miracles come about? Is this not the carpenter's son? Is not his mother Mary, his brother James, and Simon and Judas and, and his sisters? Are, are, are they not all with us? We know his family. We know something about him. Whence have this man all of these things? Where did he get this wisdom from? Where did he get this ability, this authority, this power that we have seen and the words that he speak? But Jesus said unto them, a prophet is not without honor, save in his own country and in his own house. And he did not many works there because of their unbelief. Jesus did not lose the ability to teach the word or to have mighty works, but they lessened his ability to work with them because of their um, belief. They pushed him away. They ignored. They didn't want to accept him. Oh, is that Jesus? How many times have you said that? Oh, it's just Jesus 
and then took matters into your own hand. Well, he's not here standing in front of me, physically, tangibly standing here in front of me to, and if you, you went to the pastor or you went to the elder or deacon and you, you talked to them about the situation and, uh, you know, but then you still, they said, we're going to pray about it. We're going to believe God. And they've given you some wisdom, some sound advice, but you still took matters into your own hands. Oh, it's just Jesus. So I'll skip acknowledging him today. Oh, it's just Jesus. My situation is too overwhelming for me. I feel it, I feel it in my gut. I feel nauseated. I, I feel it. I got a headache. I have a migraine. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm thrown off emotionally. It's overwhelming me, so it must be too much for. They place Jesus in a category common to themselves. How many times have you placed God? in a category that is common to yourself. Self meaning the you or an associate, your friends, those that you uh, fellowship with uh, in the church, outside the church. You looked at their limitations or you looked at the history of, uh, of maybe some where you've put your trust and faith in someone that you should not have when it should have been placed in the Lord and his ability. They did this after he taught them. After you've heard the word of God, after you have praised in the service, you sung a song, fill my life till it overflows. You, you've gone through all of the motions in the service of listening, you know, we, we come to, we go to service and uh, we have a tendency to know when to say amen. You know, we, we know when to agree uh, with what is being said. When to lift our hands. Do we know when to come to the altar? I think sometime during the message, the altar call is going on and we don't make our way to the altar to call upon him. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, do we really, we hear the word of God. They were astonished. They were amazed. They were dumbfounded. They were shocked because they looked at who was, where it was coming from. After hearing the wisdom and seeing the mighty works, they questioned who he is. We know him. Mm -hmm. With all you've seen and heard, and witness, do you still question who he is? You know, as well as the person next to you, that though our behavior, behavior, our belief in what we're thinking, because uh, the behavior starts with a thought. It has consequences. Their behavior displayed uh, uh, was, uh, was that he insulted us. We're upset. They were dripping with jealousy to the point they refused to believe in him. Now, the blessing part of this is that uh, Hebrew tell us for some, when they had heard, they provoked him. 
how be it not all that came out of Egypt, but when, but with whom he was grieved 40 years, was not, was it not with them that sin, whose carcass fell in the wilderness, to whom swear he that they should not enter into his rest, but to them that believe not. So we see that they could not enter in to his rest because of unbelief. Stay with me. They heard the message and saw the power of God. They saw the demonstration of deliverance that God is able to perform. However, they irritated the Lord. They rubbed him the wrong way. How about you? Are you pleasing him or provoking him? Not all, everyone didn't come out of Egypt. Some stayed behind. Those that refused to believe was impacted and missed out on a complete deliverance. You might get a blessing. You might get healed. You might receive a, a, a word from the Lord that, that takes you, uh, carry you over the next 10 years. But did you receive a complete deliverance? The Bible said they wandered in the wilderness. Numbers 14 and 33. And your children shall wander in the wilderness 40 years and bear your whoredom until your carcasses be wasted in the wilderness. Psalms 107 and 4 said they wandered in the wilderness in a solitary way. They found no city to dwell in. All of this because of unbelief. Now, mistakes can be corrected. Mm -hmm. And a mistake is not deliberate sin. It's not a deliberate action. Uh, you know, but even that which is deliberate, disobedience, transgression, can be changed. You can overcome evil with good. Uh-huh. It can be changing. Instead of practicing disobedience, we can practice obedience. But it will come through the chastening of the Lord. Uh, yes, it will. God will chasten those whom he loves. Now, Proverbs 3, 11 and 12 now says, My son, despise not the chastening of the Lord, neither be weary of his correction. For whom the Lord loveth, he corrected, even as a father, the son in whom he delighteth. Hebrews 12, 10, 13 uh, says, uh, provides these words of encouragement for, for they barely for a few days chasten us after, after their own pleasure. In other words, when you're dealing with your child, you don't, um, you don't chasten them. Sometimes, depending on what the situation is, they may be in trouble for a little while to understand the consequence of their behavior. And so, but he for our profit that we may be partakers of his hope. The purpose of the chastening is to get us right. Now, no chastening for the present seemed to be joyous, but grievous. Nonetheless, afterwards, it yielded the peaceable fruits of righteousness. The purpose of the chastening is to yield righteousness 
unto them which are exercised, those that received it. And, you know, we can all look back. Some of us can look back and know that we have been chastened. And, you know, and some of us more than others. So that means some of us should have a lot of fruit that has been that we bear. And my hand is up. Wherefore, lift up the hands which hang down. Don't walk around feeling depressed because because you got in trouble. And the feeble knees and make straight path for your feet. Least that which is lame be turned out of the way. But let it rather be healed. Now, Psalms 86 says, For thou, Lord, art good and ready to forgive, and plenteous in mercy unto them that call upon thee. See, in our chastening, we should be calling upon the Lord. In our correction, we should be calling upon the Lord. It is to get our attention and to turn us around from the direction in which we were headed. Now, the children of Israel wandered in the wilderness because of the Lord was, was uh, sending them through. I'm thinking of that, that uh, screen that you use when, you know, when you're making a cake, you, you pour the flour into this screen and you sh shift through it um, and it get the lumps out. You, you know, Sometimes we go through some things and we don't realize that there's some there's some lumps that need to be removed from us. And that's why we're going through it. And then we start acting out. And so in the wilderness, it was to get the lumps out. Put it that way. It was to bring about a refinement. But unbelief won't allow that to occur. If you recall, uh, we talked about Joshua and Caleb had a different spirit. Then everyone that came out of Egypt, Moses was Moses did not enter into the promised land because he allowed the people uh, to uh, I'm going to put it this way. He allowed the people to provoke him and he did not follow exactly what God said at that moment. God said, speak and he smoked. He allowed the people to cause him to become angry. And so uh, that was an issue. And so as a chastisement, he did not walk into the promised land. He was able to look out and see it, understand something. You are not Moses. You want to enter into the promised land. Okay. You don't want to see it. You want to enter into it. Everyone else died in the wilderness. Joshua and Caleb entered in what God told them because they had a different spirit. Do you have the right spirit today? Not based upon your thinking, but based upon the word of God. Everything has to be measured by the word of God, not by your mother, not by your dad, not by your grandmother, not by what you think you know, I was, I was, as I was commuting, I heard a minister, um, well, actually, I don't even know if they're a minister, but they're, they were talking about the new norm. I'll put it that way, the new norm. And how the word of God, they didn't say it in this way, but they said it, is antiquated. 
In other words, what God said in his word is not what he really means. And so therefore, there, the acceptance of what people are saying um, is to be received and God understands that love embodies everything and whatever their actions are and whatever they want to do in the name of love because God is love. Well, one thing is that God is not going to ignore his word for any of us, none of us. Well, I'm not going to stay there. Revelation 19, 19, beginning at the first verse, it says, and after these things, I heard a great voice of much people in heaven. Now, these people in heaven are ones that believed the word of God. They believed the word of God. They did not walk in unbelief. This great voice of much people in heaven were saying, hallelujah. They were saying salvation and glory and honor and power unto the Lord God. This multitude of people was from all generations. Uh, it was a quorum, a number of those that are, that are saved, those that believed. These are those that was caught up before the trumpet sounded. Mm -hmm. They were caught up before the trumpet sounded. I want to let that resonate for a moment. They were caught up before the trumpet sounded. They were like you and I, fill my cup till it overflows with you, Lord. That these are they. These are the ones that allowed their cup to be overflowed. These are those that said, Lord, I belong to you. You know, one of the songs that I love to sing and it's, it's a personal uh, praise unto the Lord. My, it is just personal to me. And that song says, I belong to you. Uh, it's, uh, Lord, I belong to you. I'm caught up in you at this moment. This is, this is all I have is this moment. Yesterday is gone. And I was caught up in him yesterday too. But I'm caught up in you right now. Can you tell the Lord that I'm all in right now? Can you tell him that? Is that plain to him? Have you been captured by the love of God? Hmm? Are you all in? Are you telling the Lord, I won't go back? I'll never change. Have you abandoned everything else that, that you know? You know, the old you, it's now a new you. And that new you is dedicated to the Lord. That's what I mean. These are those that was caught up before the trumpet sounded. Now they are caught up during the sound of the trumpet. They're active believers. They heard the word. They heard the word. They heard the trump of God. 
because they were active believers. They believed. And therefore, in the moment and in the twinkling of an eye, they were changed. Luke, the 13th chapter, says, Then one said unto him, Lord, are there few that be saved? Now, even though John said, I saw a multitude, John saw generations of generations and uh, of people and whomever the Lord has saved. But, but in comparison to those that are, this one has a legitimate question here. Are there few that be saved? Now, I'm concerned with the saving of souls. But the most precious soul that there is, is mine. That's the most precious soul that there is. Save, mm -hmm. you, most precious soul, save yourself. Save yourself. Lord, are there few that be saved? And he said unto them, strive to enter in at the straight gate. One, number one, strive to enter in at the straight gate. Number two, for many I say unto you will seek to enter in. Did you hear that? The Lord is saying, strive to enter in at the straight gate. If you want to be saved, you're going to have to strive to enter in at the straight gate. So that leaves the question is, what is that other gate? Mm -hmm. Many. I say we'll seek to enter in. So there's going to be a lot of people wanting to get into that straight gate. Number three, he said, they shall not be able. If you plan to be at this celebration that we're going into, you need to do what Jesus said, and that is strive to enter in. Strive means to make great efforts. You're going to have to make great efforts to obtain. It's not a, I believe in God and I'm all right. I'm good. Many believe in God. The Bible said the devil believes in God and trembles, but he'll never be saved because hell was created for the devil and his angels. So you can believe in God and not take any actions. You will not be saved. Belief is an action word. It requires interaction with God. The Bible said that Enoch walked with God and was not. That was interaction. Prior to Enoch, Adam had an ongoing relationship with the Lord. The Bible said the Spirit of the Lord will come in the cool of the day and they had fellowship until they did not, until Adam cut off what he had. Adam should have and could have believed in the word of God enough not to, but chose to take a different direction. I want to encourage you this morning. Do not allow anyone to alter your direction in God. Believe in God is an action word. It requires interaction with God and the people of God. Those that say, well, I want to just love God. Oh, we just love God so much that I just want to be by myself and just me and God. That is not God's plan. 
that is not the word of God. And that will never happen. The Bible tells us don't forsake the assembly of yourself. There's something that occurs when you come together. If the blood cells did not come together when you scratch yourself, when you fall and hurt yourself, you would not have a scab, which prevents you from bleeding out. There's something about coming together where the love of God moves through with healing. Mm -hmm. You can spend your time later going back and, and looking at that right now, we're going on forward. I'm, I'm looking at what we just run out of time. Uh, I'm telling you, I'm not going to get through all of this, but I, I am certainly uh, praying that, that you are getting the word. Now, hallelujah is a praise. Salvation is the description. Glory, honor, and power goes to God. The Lord said, I won't give my glory to another. Therefore, we should not engulf, uh, be engulfed by our desires of selfishness, but immediately give that honor unto the Lord. For true and truth and righteousness are his judgment. For he hath judged the great whore which doeth corrupt the earth with her fornication and have avenged the blood of his saints. So Babylon, Babylon, we've talked about Babylon, took a Bible class and talked about uh, the uh, Babel, you know, and, and we read through the scripture, as we read through Jeremiah, as we read through Ezekiel, as we read Daniel, God is not happy with Babylon. He's not happy with what, uh, the fact that, uh, people have be, have become drunken by the mixture of the wine that Babylon has sold and the fornication, the uh, adultery and idolatry and all of this that have occurred under the influence of Babylon. And so the Bible tells us in uh, the previous chapters that uh, that Babylon has come to remembrance. And God is dealing with that. The Bible tells us that he's faithful. He's righteous and cannot be bribed. He is faithful to you. The thing about the Lord is his fairness. There's always a warning that precedes the action of an individual. It precedes the uh, action of the community, our neighborhood, the city, or the nation. And in this instance, Babylon had been warned regarding the actions. The Bible said, pride goeth before destruction and a haughty spirit before fall. In Obadiah, the third verse, the pride of thine heart hath deceived thee and thou dwellest in the cliffs of the rock. In other words, you feel that you've exalted, you've arrived. And that you're untouchable. But God will bring that pride down. Mm -hmm. you, what, what, the Bible said, what will a man give in exchange for a soul? God's not against uh, prosperity, but he is against pride. Arrogance. I've done it all by myself, for myself. There is no God that has allowed me to accomplish what I have. And I certainly don't need saving because I know 
when not to tell a lie, when to tell a lie. I, I certainly know not to steal. I'm not going to go to jail or anything like that. But you've been tainted with sin from the beginning of every since the fall of Adam. Mighty God. Well, you know, the Bible speaks about this praise. And, and I'm going to, I'm actually going to stop right here. But those that was, that believed the word of God, those that embraced his word, those that was saved, you want to be saved. You want to be saved. At the end of the day, the declaration is I want to be saved. And it is followed up with action, not just words, but my body language says I want to be saved. My works that I do is saying, Lord, save me. Here I am. I'm yours, Lord. Everything I have, everything I am, everything I'm not, Lord, I am yours, mighty God. Lord, you reign. You don't just reign uh, in the universe, but you reign in my soul. You reign in my spirit. My body is the temple of the Lord, mighty God. He sits on the throne of my heart. And so whatever he says, that's what I'm going to do. It doesn't matter how I'm feeling because I have some bad hair days. Mm -hmm. Because somebody looked at me the wrong way because they said something, because things didn't go the right way, he still reigns. And I'm still going to do what's right, even when I don't want to. Even when I want to justify my own actions, even when I want to go in the directions that I see others going. I know that there is few that be saved and the Bible says don't follow the multitude, but stay on the straight and narrow path. Many are gonna be standing, wanting to come into the straight gate, but I, I've, I've conditioned myself, you've conditioned yourself so that you are profitly, properly fitted you're the right weight. You're the right size. Mm -hmm. So that you can go through the gate. You don't, you're not carrying a load of baggage. There's not a bunch of suitcases behind you. There is no truck load of stuff behind you. Everything has already been dealt with. You've already checked in. Mighty God. The Bible talks about how there are those whose sins are dealt with ahead of time. We are dealing with sin. We are dealing with unrighteousness. We are dealing with the offenses ahead of time. So that there is nothing that we're dragging along. There's no weight. There's no sin that will keep us from achieving the goal, from being at the celebration. Mighty God, from being among those that say the Lord reign. When the saints of old stand and say the Lord reign, 
so will the saints of the generation that you are part of that will also stand with them and say the Lord reign. Hallelujah. Bless your Lord God. They, he reigned in their generation even though you didn't know them, you wasn't born. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God. And here you are. Now you're standing with the saints of old, those that believe before, those that have received rewards just as you. And with one accord, we're saying the Lord reigns. Mighty God, bless your name, Jesus. Bless your Lord God. We're not waiting for that day, but we're saying it even today. The Lord reigns. Even in this very hour, the Lord reigns. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. In this hour, salvation belongs. His arm brought us salvation. He is full of glory and honor. We'll stand there with, with those that, was, that Isaiah saw in the year that King Uzziah died when he saw the Lord high and lifted up and his train filled the temple. That train was not a piece of cloth, but it was the saints of God that had went ahead of us. We'll be there with the seraphims, giving glory and honor unto the Lord as they cry, holy, holy, holy is the Lord. And somebody think that we're just going to, we're going to go to glory and we're just going to sing and give and say hallelujah and glory and honor to the Lord. There's assignments. Each one of the seraphims and those that we read about, the angelic beings, the princes that God has established, they are on assignments. Oh, bless you, Lord Jesus. Time does not permit. But certainly, let's continue to, to tell the Lord, thou art worthy to receive glory, honor, power. Because why do you've created everything? And for thy pleasure, they are and were created. Mighty God, bless your name, Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus. We honor you, Lord God, for your goodness, for this short exhortation today. Lord God, we give you praise. Thank you, Lord, for your kindness. Thank you, Jesus. Lord God, words don't express hallelujah. Oh, Lord God, but we're going to do our best. We're going to fill our inhale and and exhale a praise unto you that is acceptable. Hallelujah, Lord God. We're going to be demonstrative in, in the waving of our hands and Lord God and in our movement of our, our extreme, Lord God. We're going to give you glory and honor, Lord God, by living right, by presenting our bodies a, a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto you. Hallelujah. Bless you, Lord God. Bless your name, Jesus. Lord God, we're going to magnify you. Lord God, in every situation, we're going to lift you up. Thank you, Lord. Lord, bless those that are struggling right now. Bless those that are seeking 
Lord God, and you know the need of every individual, and we thank you. You said, I would, that, that we would prosper and be in health even as our soul prosper. Lord God, that's your word. Lord, and I pray that you will send your word among each listener right now. Those that have tuned in and those that will tune in later. Lord God, we pray and ask that you would bless them in the name of Jesus. Lord God, we'll be careful to give your name the praise and to give you glory in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. If you're not in a church home, if you're not in the Pomona, California area, certainly want to, and that, in, that includes Riverside, San Bernardino, Los Angeles County, want to encourage you to find a church of truth and power near you. Continue to join in with us online. Uh, again, the, the Lord is blessed and we're on um, kkla.com. If you go there, you can listen on Saturday nights at 1130 Pacific time. Um, if you're listening on the radio, it's 99.5. And we'll also be on the digital platform that they have set up for us. As well as if you type in SML inside the pages, uh, we'll come up on iHeartRadio. We're getting the word out. I, I feel like running up to church aisle right now. Bless your Lord Jesus. You know, it's all about uh, being obedient and doing the will of God. And this is what God has, has called us to do. And that is to serve him. And we're serving him in the beauty of holiness. You know, and so I solicit your prayers as we're praying for you as well. And let's pray for one another. Mighty God, bless your Lord God. Those that are near, if you're looking for a church home, ministry, growth, the power of forgiveness, then join us here at Cornerstone, 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona. This is Pastor Carl, connecting you to truth, connecting you to Christ. God bless you.